the Doctors In podcast, where we talk about health topics with healthcare students and their relevance to all of us. I am Linda Pang, one of your co-hosts, and I am a second-year medical student at the University of Iowa. Uh, my co-host Darby couldn't be here today, but um, we usually provide this podcast together for uh, free information for the public on well-being and health to highlight many of the resources available to students at the university. So today our guest is Caitlin Paulson, and she is a fourth-year medical student, also at the Carver College of Medicine at the University of Iowa. Caitlin completed her undergraduate at University of Arizona in dance and pre-health, and she's currently applying to orthopedic surgery residencies for next year. Um, today, she's going to discuss ankle sprain and strain with us. Welcome, Caitlin, and thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Linda, for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. So what inspired you, inspired you to write about this topic? Well, I mean, I'm interested in orthopedics and sports medicine, obviously. Um, but otherwise, I feel like Ankle sprains and strains are extremely common in the public and affects almost everyone. I I think that most people can say that they have rolled their ankle at some point in their life, whether they are a high-level athlete who, you know, catches their foot on a teammate while they're playing football, or if there's an elderly patient who happens to step off of a curb um, and just, you know, rolls their ankle. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what is an ankle sprain and what is an ankle strain and how are they typically diagnosed? Yeah, so an ankle sprain is caused by stretching or tearing of ligaments. And so a ligament is a fancy word for a tissue or something that connects two bones together. And then the opposite, so a sprain is through stretching or tearing of a tendon. And a tendon is something that connects muscles to bones. Both are very important for the stability of any joint. So um, whether it's your elbow or your wrist or your ankle, all the terminology is the same. But in your ankle is kind of the most common place to experience a sprain or a strain. And so I also wanted just to bring up that there are two variations of ankle sprains. And so people might have heard of a high ankle sprain. And so that's actually not a very common version of an ankle sprain. So the more common is a low ankle sprain. So this is what you think of when you roll your ankle um, walking down the sidewalk on an uneven surface. A high ankle sprain is one where it's typically in athletes, so I think of football, and patients or whoever is affected by this, they have quite a high impact and a lot of rotational force. So they're running, they catch their foot, they twist, um, but they had been traveling at a pretty fast speed. And so then they get instability in not just the ankle, but actually the bones in the shin too. And that one's pretty severe. Okay. Um, so how would someone who's, let's say, caught their ankle know, you know, if they have a sprain or a strain, like how would they know which one they have? Um, or is that not something that can typically be diagnosed, you know, outside of like the doctor's office? Yeah. For example? 
So I guess for most people, it doesn't actually matter whether you have a strain or a sprain because the treatment is the same. So what I would say is a good rule of thumb is that if you twist your ankle and it hurts, then you probably did injure it in some form, but there's a quite a wide array of um, grades or degrees of sprains and strains. So um, some concerning symptoms would be if you can't walk on it at all, then that's pretty concerning. If you have a lot of pain on the back part of your ankle, that's typically something that kind of lifts a red flag for uh, practitioners. And then if the pain is pretty severe and you just can't get it under control with over-the-counter pain medication, then you should definitely seek out medical care. But in general, if you are worried or concerned, you should always just be evaluated. Sounds great. Um, and so how can someone ensure, you know, a smooth recovery or to uh, make sure that their ankle is kind of strengthened again after an injury like this? That's a great question. Um, so the first steps, a lot of sports medicine and orthopedics is what we call RICE therapy. And so <laughs> RICE stands for resting, ice, compression, and elevation. And typically you want to do this for a day or two. Um, you really want to try to stay off of the foot or, you know, as much as you can. And then place ice on it. You know, you can alternate, do 10, 15 minutes on, and then take a break and come back and ice it again. You can compress with like an ace wrap if you have one or a compression sock. And then the last one is elevation. And you want to try to keep the injured part above your heart just to let the blood kind of return and let the um, a swelling get out of there. So that would be the first steps. Then after, you know, one to two days, if you're feeling better and you think that you want to strengthen your ankle or stretch it so that you can, you know, be more stable again, then there are lots of exercises you can do. And so you can start seated on the floor and actually just kind of stretch your ankle, um, like flex it upwards and downwards and just um, loosen it up a little bit. And then some of the first kind of exercises you could do are having your foot flat on the floor and just practice bringing your toes up and flexing it upwards. And then this one will be kind of silly, but they often say that you should draw the alphabet with your foot. So you keep your heel on the floor and you just try to draw out the alphabet. And that actually just gets your range of motion moving in, in various directions. Those are all really good tips. Um, and do you have any tips for, you know, those of us who are very athletic or who maybe like had this injury, um, you know, during sports or something, is there any kind of advice you have for um, people who want to, you know, return to that kind of activity? Is there like a period of time or is there a certain, um, you know, an, any sort of like physical, um, I don't know what I'm looking for here, like <laughs> landmark isn't the right word, but is there any point at which we would know that we're like okay to return to maybe more like strenuous physical activity? 
That's a great question. I think most athletes know their body and you know when you feel like your ankle is stable, but typically it can take a week or two before you feel that everything is back to normal or longer. And so I think if you have access to a trainer, an athletic trainer or a physical therapist who can kind of evaluate you um, if you're on a team or something, that would be a great option. But there's also other over-the-counter things, you know, there's braces and things that can just kind of provide support while you're easing back into your more intense activities. Sounds great. Well, that is all the questions that I had today for you. Caitlin, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, thank you so much for having me today, Linda. And I look forward to hearing some more of your podcasts in the future. (laughs) Thanks so much. All right. Thanks again for being on. And um, this will be our first podcast, actually, of this semester as we get going again. And we're hopefully going to have one um, pretty much every month from now.